That was the third hurrah from 1974's War Child album. We're still deep into two hours of Jethro Tull. The classic years, 1970 to 1976. Perhaps a little longer. We're going to move into his truly truly romantic balladeer folk prog territory. This was Minstrel in the Gallery at the Old Wind to Valhalla. Here, 
Come, let me play with you, black satin dancing. In all you give, and give is the answer. Begging your pardon, shedding right. 
When the bus stop clicks up when they'll hear Shady gentlemen fly but be In the underpass A blind man stands With cold blue hands Symphony Madsen Catch me another time. Didn't make it with the baby street. Street Brew. 
Okay. 
In the midnight tackle hall The shop that sells cheap radios And there's a cheap No bed, no bread, no butter On a double yellow line Where she can park any time
just a one-line joker in a public bar. And it seems there's nobody left tennis. And I'm a one-band
That was Summer Day Sands, um, Minstrel in the Gallery. We have been listening to two hours of Jethro Tull from their peak years of 1970 to 1976. The peak years of Prague Rock, as a matter of fact. It's funny how they overlap. My name is Perkins Warbeck the 23rd. 
last in the line of the Plantagenet dynasty, and the next holder of the English throne, inshallah. I'm going to be passing this over to Carly at 8 o'clock, and she will be having a wonderful extravaganza with all sorts of zany and wackiness for your listening pleasure. You have been listening to The Gates of Delirium, two hours of the best of progressive rock and roll from the Western Hemisphere. Here at MutinyRadio.fm, we are very thankful for your continued support. Mutiny Radio is the beating heart of the Mission District in all ways, politically, economically, culturally, aesthetically, and just in terms of sheer badassery. Mutiny Radio. Love it and donate. Thank you very much. Everybody. Welcome to an episode of Boomtown Chronicles hosted here at Mutiny Radio here in San Francisco. Uh, super stoked to be a part of this, man. Big shout out to uh, Pan Bamber- Benjamin excuse me, for putting this all together, hosting all the comics and putting on a bunch of killer shows here in the city. If you're around, uh, yeah, this is the sixth one. There'll be another one and uh, she runs stuff in San Francisco, man. It's been great. Thanks for having me. Uh, today I'm with a good friend, Isaiah Castillo. Fellow comedian, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. You have a really good radio voice, man. Sexy. Thank you. Yeah. I've been told that by, really? a, by a blind dude. I, yeah. dro- I drove him around one day. He's like, hey, dude, you got a good radio voice. And I was like, that's like an ultimate compliment. Bro. Yeah. Did you fart in front of him? That's what I do every time I meet a blind person. Fart in front of him? Yeah. Just to test their ability? Oh, they can smell everything, dude. Yeah. yeah they can smell how did, how did that go when you just like ripped ass? Did you just like record? Because they can't see you. Oh, yeah. I, I, I ripped ass and um, he just like went, are you Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he guess knew. I, you know, yeah. Three whole lays, what do you mean? Exactly, yeah, yeah, they know what's up, man. They know what race you are, they know what you're doing, they know who you're fucking, yeah. Just by, the, fu- just by the fart. Just by the fart, yeah. That's great. Yeah. So he, kn- he knew your girlfriend's name just by the... Yeah, she's like, she's Indian. I'm like, yep, she is. Damn, yeah. Blind would people it, got some shit going on, yeah. Would you, would you, if you went blind, how bum would you be? I'd be a cool blind person. I'd wear all black and just have like a cane and shit. And I just feel like, yeah, you would look killer in, in some black Ray-Bans and yeah, yeah, you could. I, I'd pull off the blind for sure. 
I think I can do it. As a fashion statement or just in general? Just in general, yeah. I'd kill that. I'd be a yeah. killer blind guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. Well, uh, have you done any shows here at uh, Muni just yet? Uh, not, uh, I met Pam, like, before the second shutdown in January, I think. That's when I came and did this, and they were doing the outs- out- outside shows. Yeah. And then um, she put me on the Atlas Cafe show, like, the day after, and I, that was so fucking fun. Just Rad. to be, like in the city and doing shows and LA was like kind of like there was only a limited amount of stage time there and Pam has been very inviting with me and she's been very generous and gave cool. me a lot of time yeah 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 cool. you're the one that uh sent me Pam's info and uh, we traded emails for the festival so yeah thank yeah. you for that and thanks for being here uh yeah it was my first time performing in San Fran uh cross off the bucket list for me man it was rad how'd you like it uh it, it was good hopefully we got another show tonight go, go well um yeah, man, it, it was uh, a lot of uh, homeless people outside the gig that were uh, a lot of fun to hang out with, and uh, you know, there's shout, some shout out to them, man. It, were, it was fun. There's some crazy energy outside that place. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Just L- the vibe is sick. People shit on LA about the homeless, but they're not giving SF a good enough rap about them. You think? You think? Yeah. What do you, you mean? The San Francisco people are the homeless more entertaining than LA, or what do you? What do you In mean? term, yeah, I, there's a different kind of uh, homeless energy that comes around okay. here. Yeah. But I, everyone thinks homeless like L.A. They always shit on L.A. About, but no one's talking about San Francisco homeless. All right. They go, they go hard, man. Oh, they do. Oh, definitely. <laughs> they, they, go go, really they go hard, dude. There was a dude just double parked and, uh, and just boomply selling crack. And it was like a party. It was a, like yeah. a Mad Max block party. It was crazy. Within five minutes of standing outside of there, I I saw um, some meth, a bag of meth, and then brass knuckles Fuck and a yeah. sword. Within like sword. a sword. Five minutes. Just falling out of people's pockets. Just paraphernalia and weapons. It just fell out of his bag, and then wow. a pair of brass knuckles fell out too. And I was like, "All right, I think I know where I'm at." Hilarious, dude. Uh, Mike Bond, he was the host last night. He's a real cool dude, local comedian. And uh, he told me a similar story about a homeless kid on a bus late at night, and this dude was like a sword. <laughs> <laughs> Mike wasn't fucking around. He pulled out his knife. We're gonna have a knife fight. Like, oh, welcome to San Francisco. The good old fashioned knife. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I forgot my knife, dude. I gotta bring that more. Box cutter. Yeah. <laughs> nice, dude. Well, um, so you're staying in the area around here? Yeah, and on the mission, like around the corner on Folsom. Yeah, my friend just moved out here. Very cool. He goes yeah. to school here. Or he just. Uh, no, he he's like a recruiter, some job like that. Yeah, I have like a bunch of friends who have real jobs and are actually uh, doing things yeah. with their lives. It's yeah, pretty me, crazy. Me too, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. You got your friends getting married and having kids just yet, or no? No, but they're like teachers, and I'm like, dude, last night we just did mushrooms, like, and they're like waking oh, yeah. up in the morning. And like teaching How children. Children. Yeah. yeah. That's what always trips me. It's like, dude, you mind like mold the minds of yeah. you? <laughs> we did drugs last night. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's fucking awesome. So you do you live in LA these days? I I moved back home to Whittier. Um it's great, man. I have like getting like my mom's making me soup and quesadillas and soup. I'm just yeah, that's it's fall, man. Fall oh man. I'm putting on weight, you know, and I'm just yeah, and I live like thirty minutes from LA. And what okay. I what I didn't realize is that no one in LA is from LA. Like I'm very Sporting. lucky to fucking yeah. have a home and not yeah, pay yeah. rent and just scum off my parents. And uh You can own it, man. <laughs> I mean you're young enough to still own it, right? It's cute, this yeah. Outlandish dream we're like, okay, we'll tolerate it. Exactly, yeah. It's cute now until I'm like thirty and then Yeah, I'm thirty four. I weird. can't pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how what are you doing? Well, I do comedy, live with my mommy in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I live, I live like 30 minutes away, and I go nice. to the Hollywood Comedy Boat. I don't have life outside of comedy, really. I just nice, dude. Yeah, I, you've been killing it, man. I've been stoked to see you. Uh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, the talk about more about Hollywood comedy. You've been killing it. Like, 
Yeah, I'm working the door, and I'm learning uh, from Casey Does Comedy and, and Lizzie there, too. And then Jiaying Summer, she's the owner, um, nice. Chinese immigrant, and she opened two locations. And it's just been the most inviting and amazing place to do comedy. Because before comedy, or before the pandemic, uh, going to L.A. and doing comedy was not fun. It was oh, not well, a good yeah. time. Oh, I know what you mean, dude. Getting laughs at an open mic, that did not happen. Like, it was yeah. it was bullying. It was like high school bullying, where everyone was clicky and just gross, and it was, it was not a good time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that was in a lot of scenes of comedy, for sure. Yeah. For sure. It just kind of bummed me out with, like, like you mentioned, the homeless vibe in San Fran. Yeah. They seem to be partying. Like, in L.A., it was yeah. like a more downtrodden, uh, depressing vibe, where yeah. it's like you're stepping over Jesus posters and shit, you know, and, like, <laughs> talking about your penis. Yeah. You're about to go do a mic, and then you gotta like step over someone, you know. Yeah. Excuse me for someone's struggling. home. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move this tent. Yeah, and it's on the, the Hollywood Comedy's on Melrose, so it's kind yeah. of like that that same energy that yeah, yeah, um, GS. Sure. But I, th- I think it's a little worse over there. But it's it's been nothing but inviting. It's just everyone's really cool, and everyone's and it, so many people started doing stand up after the pandemic, and they've been welcomed with open arms. And oh, that's cool. Women based, uh, women owned um, business. And yeah, all the bookers rad, are women, dude. and they're they're just fucking killing it. Yeah, Absolutely I talked killing. to Casey the other day, man, and like like I said, it seems like a great scene for you when you guys are doing it. Yeah, and then she opened the Pasadena too about that's hers too three yeah, months yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah, okay. And that one, um, I just been learning from Casey and the manager at Hollywood, and then he's gonna send me over there and try to get things going over there because it's not like Hollywood's like on Melrose. Obviously, you're gonna get all the traction, but sure. it's a better it has some it's a more showroom. It's a good room for shows, mm-hmm. and we're trying to get more like the colleges and. Get the word out there before the ice house opens. Hopefully. Right, yeah, yeah, of course. Or maybe yeah. it can help us. We can just stay outside the ice house and just pass out flyers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk shit. Talk shit, yeah. <laughs> so do oh. you guys do like a slotted sign-up sort of thing for comedians and also showcases? Yeah, slotted. So yeah. every hour it rest, which is cool because like before you used to have to hop around everywhere. Mm-hmm. And now I can just stay in the same place and just do yeah. three mics in a row. For sure. And work out the same material. Yeah, yeah it was always rough doing those lottery fairs. Oh, that's the worst. called. Like yeah. I was here all night, and I yeah. didn't even get to do five minutes. And all the homie, all his homies just kept keep bumping you. Oh, bumping yeah. And, you and you're like, like, this guy just walked in and went right on stage. <laughs> yeah. And then there's three people left in the audience, and you're like, oh, by right. the time you go up, yeah, by the time you go up. fuck anymore. Yeah. And then that time, I, 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 by that time, I get stubborn. Like, I'm getting up. I don't care who's in the crowd. Like, I don't, I'm yeah. going to look like I have schizophrenia. Like, I don't care if there's Bounce one person. like a boxer in the corner. <laughs> yeah, like, man, man. That's how I get, bro. After, like, it just starts getting anxiety and, like, performance anxiety of, like, yeah, and on a lottery, you don't know when you go up, so it's kind of like nerve wracking. Yeah, and they call you up, and you're like, oh, and you run up there, kind of flustered. I like, like it sometimes. It, it is. I it's like it. If you can ride play. that awkward yeah. energy, it's fast. Because I don't think about, I don't like thinking about shit. Like I, don't, I, I like sometimes you go in a green room and someone's like staring at the wall and like going through stuff, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like trying to talk and like distract me from feeling anything, yeah. and then go up when I have to go up. Yeah, yeah. dude, that it, it makes sense the way you say that because every time I've been around you, uh, yeah. yeah, you're. Super chill, like you don't seem nervous or too hyped. You know, you're right in the pocket. I'm just, yeah, fucking I'm just downplaying nervous. everything. I'm like, ah, this doesn't matter. I'll get another one. I'll never see these people again. <laughs> yeah, that's I all it's good. It, <laughs> Even when it's the same comics you see every week. Yeah, yeah I'll never see these I'll people again. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. They'll forget this. They'll forget this. <laughs> nice, dude. That's rad. And uh, how, how long you been doing it though? A couple years now, right? Uh, I started October 2019, so going on two years. But then, you know, it took eight months off the pen. I had to start. I felt like I had to relearn right. stand-up again when we came back. Sure, yeah. Well, and then I, we're I mean, not that I know stand-up, but, like, it felt like I was starting all over again. 
Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Dude, Hi. Those uh, park mics that were also a little... Yo, yo, uh, yo. You know, a little rough, a little different. Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. You yelled at a housewife. Uh, yeah, yeah, now I, I can. You yelled yeah. at Karen. Yeah, I, can. I gave her... I, I had pent-up energy because of Karen shut down her other show. So I just... I, I went off on her. Maybe a little too hard, but, yeah, but she deserved it. Week. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little too hard. <laughs> I don't, it, it wasn't that bad. I was there, man. Like, yeah. you, you could have went a little harder. I should have. A little out of line, but... Yeah, I wasn't going to let her just say, she. what did she say? She um, came up talking yeah. about she pays more taxes than us. Took it like yeah. <laughs> some sweet white woman. I was like, okay, I mean, you could come up and ask nicely. Exactly. Uh, and yeah. be like, hey, this is offensive. But um, it was, it, in the end, it which was. Which you are. You're horribly offensive. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, was, I don't even think it was that bad. Like, it was beautiful. Like, I think we both needed it. Because, like. <laughs> it's pretty cathartic. It was very cathartic. Because she was like, Karen, you know, she was like probably inside all day every day she didn't have like mm. a she was probably a pta mom she didn't have like That's that e- seems, bitchy yeah. energy to get out so she's like i'm gonna go to the park and fuck with these comedians which is so stupid like oh, how, yeah. how how stupid yeah. if you're gonna fuck with anyone comedians should be the last people well it was just coming into a situation <laughs> where the person you're fucking with has a mic and you don't <laughs> like the same people that yell out in uh like uh shows like hecklers yeah. like bro i have a mic like what are you doing <laughs> Setting up, yeah, and especially when everyone in the crowd's a comedian, like I already have, right? They're already on my side. Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I felt like you're out of line, but <laughs> what was I gonna do? Tackle you? I mean, no, I mean, she was, she just came up yelling, and I think she heard us walking her dog. Yeah, this is she was planning that in her head for, for like, sure. For I think like it was premeditated, and, <laughs> yeah. and, but what was so weird was like all she came with was like, I fucking pay more taxes than you, you fucking loser. Like yeah. You're a 23 year old trying to be a comedian. Yeah. Like that's what you're going to. She was like, like throwing me fuck. softballs, and I was just yeah. hitting them out of the park. Yeah. She's so stupid. She was like, "Oh, she's like, you might want to get to the welfare line. Um, they're about to close soon." Right? And yeah. I was it like, was like, "All right." Yeah. Like no one would hear that inside with her. It's like, "Oh, you sound like a dumb." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I'm on unemployment. I'm taking all your money." Yeah. Like, that I'm was <laughs> what was funny. No, that <laughs> was the thing, dude. I remember you were slander. That was the thing. Like you were <laughs> saying funnier and funnier things. It was like, and I kind of felt bad for her because. Probably her life was not the best. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you yelling at people at the park? <laughs> yeah, something something's wrong. But we both needed it. We both. Um, what like kind of dog did she have? Didn't, I don't even. Did she have a dog? Dude, that was the thing, Pam. Like, I I don't remember seeing a dog, dude. It was an <laughs> off leash park, though. And I remember saying that at the time. It was like she was a heavy set lady, just like angry. And, nurse, uh, I think she had uh, scrubs on. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I don't yeah. remember seeing a dog. But if I had to guess, it was a Frenchie. Yeah, <laughs> right. But yeah, I can't remember, dude. That part, it was just like a, a dog park. We literally were doing comedy at a dog park. It was a cemetery dog park. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like you know, uh, we 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 said fuck a lot, and some people some people were a little more vulgar. We yeah. were open micers. Yeah, we have nowhere to go. We're we don't do yeah. this. We're gonna kill ourselves. So like, we had to do it there. It was the yeah. only mic. It was the like only you said, the only thing you could do in that environment was outside. And people loved it. I mean, that yeah. was just one person. Like, people right. would come on Tuesdays. Like, we didn't yeah. even know. We get a consistent crowd coming. True. And they there loved was, it. Like, 20 people would just show up with their blanket, drinking their beer, hanging out. Because it was like a park. Yeah. That was pretty chill about that. The cops didn't care about people drinking. It was like a great scene. Amy Trout put that on. Shout yeah. out to Amy out in uh, Ventura. She's Amy Trout. Hilarious. Good producer. Good comedian. Yeah, she's like, the, she's a Penn Benjamin in Ventura. Yeah. Pretty much. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. She runs Fatty Vegan. Vegan punk rock place. Open mics there now, and yeah, we're back inside. We're back inside. finally. Yeah, you know? everything feels back. Yeah, the weirdest thing that I did during the pandemic, I took my little portable 
battery-powered PA, and I'd stand in line, or I'd stand at the top of the line of Trader Joe's, and I'd just yell at people in line <laughs> and just do jokes, because I, I had to do something. I didn't know what else to do. And so I was like, well, there's a captive audience here. Pretty great. <laughs> it's like they're not paying That's quick enough in line. Like, hey, man, what's up with them flip-flops? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because there was lines outside the grocery store for the longest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, so right, the Trader right, Joe's right. lines and the Gus's yeah. market down here, because there would be lines all the way around the block. Dang. And it, so I was like, all right, I'm going to tell them jokes. I try to keep it clean, you know. I was going to say, how did, did it go okay? Yeah, it went great. Yeah, yeah people I tried to know. give me money. People were always like walking oh, by. Yeah. They're like, we've been listening to you the whole way down the hill. Thank you. Thank you. That's yeah. rad. They dude. were like, this That's is really cool nice. Compliment. Trader Joe's crowd. Yeah, the thing yeah. about comedy in the park was that it's either one of two things. It's, oh, there's comedy. Cool. Or it's, oh, there's comedy. This, yeah. this is fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> there's people there. We actually got some social media complaints though at all times. That was great. I couldn't. One was like something about like dank weed smoke and profanity. Like it was more like complimentative, but it was a complaint. I'm like, I don't see the problem <laughs> at all with that. It's like exactly what goes down. We just smoke a bunch of weed and drink and tell jokes. Yeah, it was yeah. more about the just hanging out more than the mic. Half the time, it was just seeing yeah. everyone again, which was weird. It was weird seeing comedians in the daylight, though. That was definitely <laughs> strange. Did not know you guys existed right. in the daylight. You see our <laughs> complexion, <and laughs> our bad like, skin. Yeah. Like Usually we're under. Dimly lit light, you look yeah. a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> blue hue. Like you live during the day? What the fuck? It's weird. Right, dude. It's like the girl you went home with that you shouldn't have, and you're like, yeah. oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you look like, man? <laughs> I thought we were friends. <laughs> Pam, let me ask you, what was the, the pandemic like here in the city? Was it, you know? So things didn't change that much for me okay. personally because since I run the radio station mm -hmm. and radio was deemed essential, oh, nice. so every day – I I wouldn't take the bus because I'm not a psychopath, but I'd walk. <laughs> I'd walk from the TL every day, and I still do. So I walk like five miles a day. Dang, Pretty crazy. Yeah, that's a far walk. Yeah, well, it's fine. I love my walk. Yeah, I great. think, and I think about jokes or whatever. But cool. so every day I had something to do. So I just I came here and did yeah. things. Yeah, this place is <laughs> rad, dude. This we're sitting in an old school uh, radio, like an old school radio station, man. It's super super cool, man. Brought an old CD stack. Like, when <laughs> I was a young man, I was like, oh, dude, I have this still. I played a lot of I played a lot of music when I was here, and then we started doing a lot of weird Zoom things, which, and I do them here, but then I have them also be on the radio, so I plug it in, and That's so it was cool. like, like look international. So I did a lot of that, and then I started. My neighbors came by, and they were like, "He uh, used to do comedy. Uh, whatever happened to that?" And I was like, "Well, you know, it's the pandemic." And they right. said, "Well, just do it outside." So my neighbor TJ was like, "You should do it outside," and I was like, "Are you okay with that?" And he was like, yeah. I was like, okay, a neighbor said it was okay. So I put the speakers outside, and I just started doing And I, I didn't publicize it all because I didn't want to get in trouble. But I had shows here every Friday on the street starting in, like, end of April Very in good. 2020. So all oh, through right the whole – Yeah, in, yeah, the, in the middle of the pandemic when yeah. everybody was home alone, I was like, well, we're still doing shows. And so there were comedians. I made people use bags and, and – their own microphones, and I was like, keep it safe. None of us ever got COVID, That's so great. it's great. Yeah. And then um, people would hang out the windows next door, and then neighbors all came out, and they'd bring their own chairs. And Oh, that's rad. And to drink on the street because it was legal, I guess, during the pandemic. Oh, no, yeah, the cops kind of relaxed on that. That's well, cool. it was literally legal because all the bars were closed, and people were selling, like, outdoor oh. drinks. Like, you could okay. sell because all the bars were trying to stay alive, so they were selling to-go drinks. Right. Like, right. everywhere, which is like, just go to the store. Right. But, so – Everyone was sort of 
outside having fun and and it just got to be a thing so the pandemic was great for me like i yeah, thrived I glad, was, yeah and then i started booking a bunch of outdoor shows and um it's been it's been awesome so i the whole time i never shut down i didn't ever have that eight month break i was like oh i get 10 minutes at least once a week oh man that's so, rad dude yeah, yeah that's i was i was blessed hashtag blessed blessed hashtag blessed yeah. white lady Muni blessed. Radio. staying yeah. afloat that's yay, awesome yay dude. Yeah, thank you again for doing all this. I know you're oh, answering yeah. emails and doing all that like crazy. It's been wild. Yeah, I but believe you. scheduling is sort of my superhero gift. I used to be a stage manager. There so you go. all the organizational stuff was less, not, it's in my skill set, so it wasn't difficult for me. But promotions just aren't in my skill set. Like, That's I love lot. open mics. I love weird underground things and all that. But then once you're like, okay, this is real, buy tickets. And I'm like, how do you get people to do that? Sure. Yeah. No, I know what you mean, man. I'm still uh, only three years in and doing everything you're doing is like, I just focus on being funny, telling jokes. So right. producing shows, whole, that's a whole different kit. Yeah. it's But it's been fun. I mean, the only difficulty is like last night I was, you know, I set up the venue and then I ran the door and then I waited for the headliner to get there so I could start the show because I hosted the show and I got up on stage and I, I realized I haven't even thought about my jokes all day like yeah. none of it but i've had so much stage time this week that i just sort of no time reached off. into the bag yeah. and pulled out whatever oh yeah man that's awesome dude yay me yeah you yeah you're no, thanks for coming yeah. up though all the way yeah. from la i mean it's it's great to have visiting comics and hear Thank new you. voices and all that stuff yeah uh, i was with the performer the dude yesterday who came all the way from boston yeah uh, yeah jack hall jack hall yeah was his name funny dude uh yeah so there's people from all over, so thank you again. Yeah. How, how long did it take you to get up here, dude? Like time, like driving up? Yeah. Like six six hours. Yeah, yeah. That's about right. Yeah. Six hour drive. Yeah, I've so done it a few times before, just put on some podcasts, you know. Uh, I wore shorts, like really like <laughs> short shorts, so I can like pee outside of my I, leg. Like, yeah. While you're while driving? I'm driving, yeah. That's savage. How do you <laughs> do that? <laughs> so you wear short shorts, right? And then um, you don't wear underwear. And you pull your dick out of the side of the short. I know how that part yeah. works. Yeah, and yeah. Then that way, because when you pee the other way, when you try to do it up, it like kinks it, kinks your penis. So yeah, it has too much pressure. So you got to do it outside the leg, and then you put, uh, you get a piss jug, and you just pee. Yeah, it. but the piss jug, like you're driving, huh? I just, I feel like that's messy. Oh you've no, had, no, you've had accidents. Oh yeah, <laughs> you spill piss all over yourself. You're like, yeah. Oh. yeah, I've had some training. Yeah, but I'm a professional now. I got it down. You know, there's just rest areas, right? No, I don't know. Not you don't fuck with those? No. <laughs> I pee a lot. I pee. I got a UTI like a year ago, and it's just never been the same. Yeah, it's just never been the same. I used to think I drink a lot too. Yeah, I mean that's my problem. I'll have like a bunch of coffee and drinks. I'm like, six hour drive every hour. I'm fucking stopping. Yeah, yeah. I'm addicted to Lacroix. I'll put like six. I'm 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 having addictive personality. I have to drink like six of these. Not the best city for you, man. Not the best what city. All oh, these junkies running around. Oh, like, yeah. Take yeah. the personality. Well, I'm, I'm weak, so I'm not weak. I'm, uh, well, I am that too, but <laughs> I, I'm broke, so <laughs> okay. it's keeping me alive, yeah. There you go. If I, I had can't money. afford your drugs, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I it's would. good. Being broke is good. It's good for your health. That's true. Yeah. yeah you can't spend 100 bucks at the bar on Modelo's. Exactly, yeah. I can't believe LaCroix doesn't make their own alcoholic beverage yet. Oh, a, yeah. A flavored. Well, a, a Zima, a new, a new brand of Zima. LaCroix. LaCroix. Yeah, all yeah. those. I feel like that's what all those are, uh, those flavored bubbly waters. Kind of like yeah. Zima. Yeah, exactly. Uh, rebranding Zima. Malt liquor. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Nice, dude. 
So what's it at uh, Hollywood Comedy, dude, working with Casey? How's that been? You said you learned from him? Man's covered yeah. in tattoos makes bad decisions. <laughs> Shout out to yeah, Casey. Though. This guy's the manager of this place, and he's covered in tattoos, has a septum ring, and like has a ponytail. Yeah, he's he looks like, like he's going to stab you at any yeah. second. But once he puts glasses on, he just goes, like, he looks like a hipster. Like, that's how, yeah. it goes from gangster to hipster very quickly. Um, he's the nicest dude in the world. I don't he's know perfect for the job. He's the nicest yeah. guy. He's the perfect for the job. Uh, Ying picked the perfect guy because the thing about, that happens with a lot of comedy clubs in L.A. is that you have the people who run them hate comedy. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking hate comedy. Or they were terrible at comedy and, like, they want to be, like, gatekeepers and stuff. Like, there's right. no community. But Casey knows every single comedian, like, first and last name. He, like... Huh? He makes a fun hang, you know, and, he, and then Lizzie, Always, she yeah. does it. She books and she, the same, she knows comedians, you know, it's a place, the com- the owner, she gives the comedians the keys to nice run the dude. place. And that's like, that's a big problem with other comedy clubs is that they don't do that. And like, right. it just goes to shit because no one cares about comedy. It's comedy first, money second, you know, the money will come if you care about the comedy. Yeah. So like I said, yeah. I saw you guys over the last couple of months and the whole scene uh, at the clubs are, can take a noticeable, you know, you guys are standing out noticeably over other clubs just opening. Yeah, it's blowing up, and especially because every single club in LA is you got to bring people. You know, you got to bring yeah, bringers, five people. Or you just, just give them money for a couple yeah. minutes, and then your friends are gonna get annoyed with you, and then they're gonna see you bomb, and they're gonna be like, "I don't want to go back." But right. this yeah. place has like gotten so public. I think maybe because of TikTok or just they got on the news. Um, but at least sixty percent, seventy percent of the audience just walk-ins. What? Yeah, just walking in, and fifteen dollars for a ticket too. They're killing it. That's not bad. It, Fifteen yeah. bucks isn't isn't unheard no. of, especially in LA. That's pretty cheap. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, but like, like all these people are just walking in, and like it's just like it's crazy. You don't have to bring people in. It's just like makes <sighs> comedians feel so much better. What you a know? dream. Yeah, what a dream. An audience. An audience. A consistent audience. <laughs> Oof. Do they do a two item there, or is it just fifteen? No, just yeah, fifteen. You know, and then that's the drinks the are like five bucks each. So what? Go. Reasonable. Yeah, dude. you that's can have like up. a thirty dollar night easily. Dude, honestly, that's part of why you guys are doing well. Because yeah. to me, a lot of time you pay money to come in and then they're like two item minimum. Like at the comedy store, it's $10 for a Corona. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's like punchline. It's, it was $16 for an IPA. Oh my wow. God. I bought one the other day. Yeah, and you're a scared, draft. Like, how much is that? Like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Here you I'm go. like, I'm a comic. Do I get a discount? <laughs> come on. And they're like, we got to make our money, Benjamin. Uh, <laughs> but it's at 16 that's $5 drinks. That's amazing. $5 drinks, yeah. And it's just, it's just like so intimate because it's like a, like a thirty seater, forty seater, so like yeah, really. Yeah, so fifteen people. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's so fun. Wow, yeah. it's, a, it's yeah. a really good spot, and it's blown up, and it's only gonna get gonna get bigger. And Zhao Ying, she's like an amazing, amazing owner. Like she, um, like she just trusts comedians, and she loves, she, and she's funny, which is crazy for a that comedy club helps. owner to yeah. be funny. You yeah, know? for sure. Uh, and uh, she actually got kicked off of TikTok recently. Which was like Are a big. Talk about she's that making a lot of money. Like yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure I can. But she, uh, she made a one-child policy joke and she posted it. Oh shit! About China okay. and they yeah, just yeah. kicked her I ass off. I lived in China 